He's expecting us to command the storm. And how come Paul got it? And Paul was able to tell the other prisoners that not a hair on their head will fall. I mean, there's the surety, the certainty that Paul had. Paul was a man like you and I. And you know, even though they ended up on debris, they ended up some swimming out of the storm. Some of them were just on logs of wood. Like, even though it was strenuous, they made it. Because there was a man who could see beyond the presentations of the external realm and reach in by faith into what God says. He believed there was nowhere where that scripture told us that the heavens opened and Paul saw this wonderful revelation. There was nothing. If Paul could see that wonderful revelation, why didn't he deliver himself from prison? Mm, amen. So sometimes you're put in that situation to speak to that storm and to calm that storm. Because you are the only one that understands that Jesus Christ was already there before that storm came. So let our experiences, let the attacks we've had, let the suddenlies that have come upon us not dictate what we see. God saw darkness in the beginning and he said light. Did God see darkness? Scripture says yes, the earth was formless. But when God saw it darkness, to him was light. So you and I are supposed to see that darkness and speak light to it. Because we see light when others see darkness. So this is a principle we want to enter into. And that's why I gave us the other verses as well. Let's just go through those other verses because I want these principles to stay with us. So Jesus is in the boat with us. I want whoever is in Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12, 1 to 3. I'm reading from the New International Version. And it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witness, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that is so easily entangles. Wow. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Amen. So this is a race. We are on a race. It's still the whole life journey. It's still in that boat. So first of all, Jesus Christ, Emmanuel with us, is with us. God with us is with us. Then the interesting one here is that we are also surrounded, guys. You know, when I sit, like even when I was going through the study with the Lord, I said, Lord, all along, all along you were there because you are the prince of peace. And so you were at peace, you were at rest. And that's why scripture talks about us entering into his rest. So, Lord, you are right here in this boat, in this life journey. I've never been alone. All the things that have been thrown at me was never a shock. It was never me having to deal with them. But again, you tell me that I am surrounded. Not only is Jesus with me, but I'm surrounded by all this host, this people. Like, you know, in Hebrews 12 is a buildup from Hebrews 11. The chapters were separated for easy identification so if you start from Hebrews 11 you'll see the list of people that are surrounding you and I and I sit down I'm like God wow there is David man there is Moses 
There is Abraham. All of these people are surrounding me. Wow. And I just sit and marinate. And I just read a little scripture about Abraham. And I'm like, Abraham, you're right here. This is what I see now. This is the kingdom I want to see now. Because I'm surrounded. And so as I'm going through this trial, it is not something they haven't gone through. They won their race. And they are like, Nadia, you can't do it. You can't do it because God is in the boat. He was in the boat with us. When I dropped into that lion's den, I, Daniel, was a man like you, Nadia. I didn't have superpowers. I wasn't Superman. I wasn't Spider-Man. I was a son of God. But guess what? Jesus was already there. And so when I dropped into the lion's den, the lion of the tribe of Judah was already there. And so every other lion had to bow down to the lion of the tribe of Judah. So I did not enter into a place where I wasn't in control. I wasn't in charge. The kingdom of my God was in that lion's den. So they couldn't touch me because guess what? Not only was the lion of the tribe of Judah there. He made me a king and a priest unto my God. So I as a king of lions was also there. Lions don't eat lions. Lions don't eat their kind. Amen. Amen. So I could not be touched, but I needed to see this to become this. But guess what? When the other people, the other enemies were thrown into the den, they weren't lions. There were meat for the lions and they were eaten. I am different from them because I serve the king of kings and he made me and fashioned me in his image and he said that I can do all things through him. My identity was actually changed. Nadia, your identity is changed. Leticia, your identity is actually changed. But you have to see it to become it. You already are. But God sees it for you. God sees it for me. But do I see it? Because when Jesus is saying like, how long can I put up with you, faithless generation? When Jesus is saying things like, oh, you have little faith. Why so afraid? That means he doesn't see why I can't see that I'm already transformed into his image. And so our desire is to see what God sees and understand why Jesus keeps saying these things. I mean, if your child keeps complaining about the same thing, won't you sit down and think about it? If your spouse keeps complaining about the same thing, whoever just name somebody very close to you, if they expect something differently, this is not about accusing or anything. But because they know you're capable and you don't see yourself how you are, aren't you going to sit down and try to figure out why you aren't seeing what they are seeing? So this is what this is about. What is Jesus seeing? What does he keep seeing for me that I can't see for myself? I must get rid of what is standing in the way. I must get rid of that obstacle because I need to see what Jesus is seeing because I am here to reveal what Jesus is seeing. I am not here to come and become like everybody else. I am not here to sit down and allow the storm come suddenly upon me. I am here to birth 
what the Father sees me birth. I am on an assignment. I am on a journey. I have a purpose. And I'm not alone. There's an entire realm that backs me up. And they expect me to do these things. Something came to me, I'd be like, you see how people say, oh, I'm channeling Beyonce with this look. Oh, I'm channeling <laughs> Rihanna with this look. Guys, can you channel Abraham with your faith? They're all surrounding you. So when they say that you are surrounded, you should run this race. They're showing you all the things they did. And because they did it, they're telling you that you too can do it. Can you channel me now? And this is a very wrong language I'm using. I'm just trying to make us understand it because channeling is being a medium, a demonic medium for some spirit. Mm. But I'm trying to bring it to contemporary language. You know, when you'll be like, I'm channeling this person. Basically, mm. the whole Hebrews 11 when they actually said the things, the men who tore lions and men who did all these crazy feats. And then it says that all of them are there cheering you on. You are surrounded. What they are trying to say is that we did all these things and you think it's awesome, but we ain't different from you. We are watching you. And we're telling you that you too can do it. Because we're a bunch of lions here. And guess what? You are a lion too. It is your time. It is your dispensation. You chose to come in this time period. And so we aren't going to leave you alone. We're going nowhere. We're supporting you. And that thing that your old self thought that you could just allow storms come at you, your new self in Christ, this new creation you have become, is the one that speaks to the storm and calms the storms. And commands the storms. And the winds and the waves obey you. This is the new creation you have become. And so when you think we are dead, we are not dead. Because guess what? We never die. Yes, we give off our flesh. But we are alive in the spirit and you are a spirit being. And guess what? You are in the Father. And we are also in the Father. We are not separate from you. All of us are in the Father. So we are all alive. We're all together. Don't be so comfortable in the external. Think you are so fleshy and give room for the storm to come at you because you have become so fleshy in your mind, in your adaptations, in your thoughts, in your operations, in your belief. All of us are one in the Father. And in the Spirit, we are so alive as you are alive. Leave out your spirit being. You've got the flesh here to manifest it. Leave it out. And we all spirit beings seated in the Father are cheering you on. Go, Nadia. You can do it, Nadia. I did it. I am not special. We are all in him and doing all these great feasts. Look at your name on that hallmark of faith there. Can you see, Nadia? You already did it. You already calmed the storm. Can you see it? You already spoke to it and it obeyed you already. Yes. Now manifest it, Nadia. Yes. Amen. See, when we all came into this God and we all became one in him, we changed, Nadia. Oh, I was once a Christian killer and I changed. Oh, I was once an idol worshiper and I changed. 
Because actually when you are in Christ Jesus, you are a changed person. When you allow Jesus to lead the boat, you actually have changed. And you have the authority that comes from this kingdom. And we all back you up. You are no ordinary person. Can you see who you are? So when you sit down there and that storm is hitting you and you're crying and you're trying to figure out how to go about these things, command it. This is what we're telling you. We did it. You can too. He makes you become this person. So now, Lord, take us into this shift. Take us into this new consciousness. Take us into this kingdom mindset. To understand that in this race of life, we're in it to win it. Nobody goes to a race and expects to lose. We didn't come to this life to lose. We didn't come to lose to demons or lose to the storms. No, we came to win. We said we were born to win, yes. That is why we say we are born again. Amen. It's a new birth. We are born through the loins of Messiah. The world has not beheld. Who is this person that even the winds and the waves obey? This is who we become. Mm. And so because this other person is such an awesome preacher, could not calm the storm. And so this awesome person was such a great prophet and could not cast out a demon. Each man for himself. I will. Because I look unto Jesus, the author, and the finisher of my faith. What is this faith thing that Jesus is the author of? And the finisher of. And then he expects me to have it in full measure. And to use it. It's like I am the author. I created faith. I am the faith. I am the one that finishes it. And I give it to you. You can operate in me this way. Why am I rejecting it? And choosing unbelief. Or choosing the belief system in my bloodline. Or choosing the ways of men. Why has the earth become so a reality to me that I cannot see who I truly became when I became born again and so we follow this principle of Jesus we follow on knowing that we're not alone we do as he does we say what he says we operate in the authority he operates and we don't care what anybody thinks we just keep going for it we don't run this race to quit or to lose we run it to win it we are all winners in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We're not going to be here wasting our time. 2 Timothy 2, verse 3 to 5, sharing the troubles we have like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. So this is so real that I am also likened to a soldier. Like, that's principle. This is a principle of the kingdom. That I'm supposed to operate in. Because a soldier wants to please the enlisting officer, the commander. So no one serving in the army wastes time with everyday matters. With civilian matters. We are soldiers of the cross. We are soldiers of the kingdom. Why are we so concerned with earthly matters? Why have we been consumed by earthly storms? Also an athlete who takes part in a contest must obey the rules in order to win. What are the rules? Faith. We will fast to cast out unbelief and operate in a faith that the world has never known. Because if we have Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, 
That is the rule here. No other presents a rule, oh, you know, the other time this thing happened and I failed here and I couldn't make it here. No, that is not the rule. We are going to focus on the commanding officer. What is the rule? He expects faith from us. How do we get this faith? Let us keep hearing his word. Let us keep rejecting everyday matters, civilian matters. Let us be soldiers, pleasing the enlisting officer. I mean, God says without faith, it's impossible to please him. Man, how can we live our whole lives not pleasing God? I mean, it bleeds all over scripture that this is our utmost call, faith. That's why Jesus kept sounding. I always wondered, so you were sleeping and you expected them to just calm the storm while you were sleeping. Exactly. That's what he expected. I'm with you. I give you my authority. Operate as I operate. Look at Paul. Look at Jeremiah. Look at Nehemiah. They did. You can too. Who has told you you were born by this or you were operating like this? No. Understand that you are my kingdom. And it requires faith to please me. You're an enlisting officer. Stay the course. Whatever it takes, get faith. With everything in you, get faith. Something happened to your child, yes. Something happened to your husband, yes. Something happened to your job, yes. Something happened to your health, yes. These are all the storms. Don't succumb to them. Don't succumb to unbelief. That's why we fast. That's why we're getting into a three weeks fast. And that's why we're having a conference. Because we're not about everyday matters. We're not about civilian affairs. And this is my utmost call and my utmost delight that you all have stuck with me. Despite the crazy talk, you know is what Jesus says. We go through what Jesus says. This is his expectations of us. And the amazing thing is that he already sees us doing it. He already expects us to do it. So don't ever feel foolish when you take the step of faith. 1 Corinthians 9.24 you know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one gets the prize. So run to win. All those who compete in games use self-control. Train with strict discipline. That is where we fast. That's why we fast. We train so that they can win the victor's crown. The crown is an earthly thing that lasts only for a short time. But our crown will never be destroyed. Guys, what we do here today it's about an eternal, eternal crown. It's about an eternal life that we are already a part of. It doesn't start when we leave this flesh. We are already a part of an eternal life. And so in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we understand that every one of us here, seated here, is part of an eternal kingdom. We understand that even as we are talking and sharing and exposing your word and building each other up, that Paul is here cheering us on and saying, that's how you do it. That Stephen is here saying, yes, that's how you do it. And I watched heaven open and I was toned because I knew that there was eternity that was more important. And so I lived beyond the here and now. We thank you because they are all here cheering us on. Loving us in a heavenly way, imputing in us the same measure of God that they had. Placing an anointing on us. Giving us a high inheritance. 
not of the earth. Not what a brother or a sister or a mother or a father or an uncle or an aunt can ever give us. We are this amazing people that are part of an entire group, an entire kingdom. We are surrounded. And so, Lord, help us to always connect in. Because whether we are conscious of our connection or not, we are part of the whole. Thank you because we can rest knowing that the storm will not overwhelm us. That the demons will not overwhelm us. We can rest knowing that we have the author and the finish of our faith right here with us. Authoring. Yes, today you are authoring our faith onto another level. And we'll keep growing in it until the day when we'll finish this faith. And join with a cloud of witness to cheer on. To cheer on our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. And the body of Christ, we are part of a large kingdom. We are part of an entire universe whose author, whose God and Father is the Christ. Is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We are part of something so much bigger. Help us to live in this consciousness. Transform our thinking. Let us operate in kingdom concepts. Let us follow kingdom principles. And let us begin to speak kingdom language. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Don't forget to listen to our podcast because there is a limitless supply of God's spirit that wants to reach you. And I pray you're a willing vessel to listen and also share and see that God's truth is released upon those you love to see breakthrough in the lives of those you love. And I encourage you, please grab Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. You need this book. I don't want you to miss the detailed truths the testimonies of God's tangible presence moving in your life that you may not have seen until you are able to engage this and see them clearly outlined for you. So I encourage you, grab this book for yourself and your loved ones and take the time to read it. God bless you. God's face shine upon you and have just a beautiful day. I love you so much. Okay, have an awesome day. Bye now.